Welcome to Off the Beaten Path, But Not Lost. With Tony, Kristen, Kylie, and Lexi. Join us on this RV full-time living journey. Across the beautiful United States. Where the fellas? Welcome to episode 57. <laughs> this week we're giving you an update on what we've been up to in Arizona. Before we get into the update, let's stop or pause while you go and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Fayolas. And if you want the show notes for this episode, you can find them at thefayolas.com slash 57. Yep. Okay, let's get started. Yeah, I think the last podcast, we were just leaving Petrified Forest National Park. After there, we stayed just a quick night, right? At yeah, Schnubbly one night. Hill, yep. Which is a really cool spot to boondock, but it wasn't that night. <laughs> well, yeah, we got there in the dark, and we just found the parking lot, like, staging area, and we just set up and stayed there. But it was it was very wet, right? Yeah, it had just yeah. rained or maybe snowed and melted because it was like a mud fest. Yeah, so it was really bad. We definitely, I mean, we barely got into the parking lot. We parked right in the driveway. Yeah, parked on like an island of dry dry land. And you took the Jeep off and parked it next to us because we were like sticking out. Yeah. So the next day you had to put the Jeep on. Yeah, so I unhooked the Jeep. We stayed the night. And then the next morning, we were going to drive into Cottonwood, stay at Verde Valley. So I pulled the RV and the Jeep out onto the forest road. And real quick, this is an area that there is a bunch of Jeep trails, or at least a few Jeep trails in, right? Because we've actually done one there. Yeah, it's in it's Schnebly Hill Road. It goes all the way from Sedona to the 17. And it's a national forest. Yep. So there's a ton of dispersed camping there. Um, really good trails all over the place. A badge of honor trail. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Yeah. So we were hooking the Jeep back up, and we had our first rude person. <laughs> yeah, to say the least. Yeah, we packed up to leave. I pulled the RV out onto the road, pulled the Jeep up behind it, and as I was p- hooking up the Jeep, which only takes like two minutes, mm-hmm. I had a little Subaru club. And I say that with, like, a uh, some attitude. They had more than that. No, it was all Subarus. Oh, I thought there was, like, a SUV of some sort. Anyways. Zipped past Dad. Rudely. Yeah. So there was nobody Spray in mud. the... Yeah. There was nobody in the road when I pulled each vehicle out, and I was starting to hook up the Jeep. And just out of nowhere, like, 12 little Subarus decide to go flying around and like splashed through a mud puddle which was on the side of the road and they went right like within inches of the rv and the jeep and they splashed the whole side of the jeep and rv and you and they got some on me so after about the fourth one i had had enough and this was all in about a three (laughs) second span because they were going so fast um and mind you there was a plenty of space on the other side to just go around they didn't Mm -hmm. even have to do that but they the mud Obviously. puddle was on that side, yeah. So they had to go through the mud puddle. Yep. So I ran around the other side of the RV, and I threw my arms up like, you know, WTF dudes. 
nobody stopped. So I go back and I hook up the other side of the Jeep. And as I go over there, there's somebody stopped in front of the RV. Taking two, two a vehicles. photo of our license plate. Yeah, he's like taking a photo and stuff. And I'm like, what's up? Yeah, you so didn't anyways. know what had happened inside. So I had leaned my head out and I was like, uh, excuse me, what are you doing? And they're like, you, you just threw something at us. Did you throw something at us? And I'm like, no, what are you talking about? Like, I just watched you guys like drive by, but didn't throw anything. No. Yep. And then Tony had come up at the same time. So he was like, oh, sorry. And he started to get back in his car and then Tony came up and yelled at him again. So it started it all over again. Yeah. So anyways, after a, a minute or two of, you know, confrontation. He's going to turn us in, supposedly. Yeah, whatever. Because um, I was mad. Like, there was no reason for it. It was yeah. just to be jerks. Yeah, That's the only reason they did it. It was just to be jerks. Dad didn't do not, anything. Yeah, it's not safe either because he could have been on the ground. Yeah. You know, anything could have happened um, where it hurt him physically. And like I said, so. it's not like I had the whole road blocked off sideways. And, you know, I, I had my flashers on so people knew that I was going to be a minute and I can literally hook up our Jeep. If I was being fast, I could hook it up in one minute. Mm-hmm. If I was taking my time, it could be two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Give me so a break. It wasn't and that big of a deal. There's actually, there was probably about another half a dozen people that actually went around. And they went, mm-hmm. they kind of took the long Part way. Part of that group. It just yeah, goes they took like the grass. Yeah. Yeah, which is no big deal. And they went slow. But these other guys just had to be funny and do what they, got, they were yeah. going to do. So anyways, that's what, that was some drama. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's drama. just... And I was super mad about it, like, the whole time afterwards mm-hmm. for, like, a half hour. I was just... Mood. And um, so, yeah. just coming from my point of view, I think there... So, there was two things. One, we could have diffused the situation by Tony... Instead of Tony walking up and just yelling at him, which he was upset. So, I get where, why you did it. But you could have just, like, asked him what was up. And then he would, he wasn't one of the ones that sprayed you. He went through slower... And then the other guy is behind him. Like, he he looked like he was the leader or something. So the other guys did it. So you could have just explained to him what he did. And he probably would have apologized and moved on. But I know you were mad. And then he was up there taking a photo. It was a weird situation. Yeah, I, was like, I don't know why he was taking a photo. Like, what do you get out of a photo of a license? You got to go well, tell the police on us? <laughs> maybe they do something different in California where he was from. But yeah, um, whatever. Yeah. I thought he was just taking a photo of yeah. our, our dirty front end. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that what I was thinking in my mind is I thought he was trying to get a photo of our logo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyways, so that was our like, first I stewed jerk. on it for like the next half hour. And then once we rolled into Cottonwood, I was kind of like over it, whatever. I did. We did stop at a car wash. Um, a new car wash, right? And like, it's like a Camp Verde before you get to Cottonwood. They have a new, like, RV car wash. It's, like, a huge RV bay, and I was able to, like, spray the RV off because it was mm-hmm. covered in mud on the on the passenger side. I know. Side I don't even know if the license plate would even be – no one would be able to well, see it. Well, it's on the front, so it was okay. And it's not even the fact that it was, like, covered sprayed with mud on the Jeep because whatever, we do that all the time, and we get scratches and nicks and stuff. But we're talking about, like, my RV here. Like, it's a nice rig. Yeah, and you just go fly by and, and it's not throw cheap to gravel wash and mud and stuff on it. That's what one of the things that really upset me. But anyways, moving on. Yeah, um, we have to put it here though, just in case he ha- he they uh, any of them listen back on because they see our logo. Yeah, I told Tony I'm like you were so mean, and our logo is right there. <laughs> but if anyone any of them happen to listen to this, 
you didn't handle the situation very nice. We didn't either, but we're mad. Okay, so after we left there, we went to Cottonwood, Verde Valley, and that is where we ended up spending Thanksgiving. And it was absolutely amazing. Yep, yeah, we had a three-week stay there. And it was much better this time because we had Starlink. Yep, and we had a nice open view of the sky. You can hear about Thanksgiving in our last podcast where we talk about how we chose our menu and how we do that in the holidays in the RV podcast. Yep. I think it's the one right before this. It is. So 56. Yeah, so we had like a great Thanksgiving. Uh, we had some other things going. We did a little exploring. Yeah, we actually mapped six trails for Trails Off-Road. We actually will link them in the show notes, but if you're not a Trails Off-Road member, you won't see them because they're scout routes. So you do need to be a member to see them. We ended up doing 40 miles of trails while we were there for Trails Off-Road. Wow, 40 miles? Yeah. We did six trails, but in total, it added up to 40 miles. Almost 40. Or 39 point something. Yeah. <laughs> and it was great. It was a lot of fun. Um, so we highly recommend you become a member so you can see our trails. <laughs> yeah, and Trails Off-Road is a really cool app. Yes, definitely. We also visited and hung out in Jerome a couple times. Yep. A couple of the trails end in Jerome or start in Jerome, so we did it then. And, and then Jerome's we just... like a mountain Town? It's like a ghost town. Yeah, yeah. It's, haunt, it's a haunted town. Yep. There's a whole bunch of skeletons, even in the Christmas time. What about ghosts? Are there ghosts there? Yeah, I think yeah. there's like ghosts and pumpkins and stuff. Oh. And um, there's a one apartment or a hotel that's haunted. Mm. And in the mountain, like where the houses were kind of cleared off in the buildings... I saw, like, a little cell, kind of, and I saw a bunch of skeletons sticking out, like, yep. their hands and stuff. Yeah, it's a cool town. We love Jerome. Yeah. And it's cool to see at night from far away. Like, you can see it up in the mountain. Yep. We also visited Sedona a couple times. We visited at nighttime. I was hoping to see a whole bunch of, like, Christmas <laughs> lights or sparkling or twinkle lights or something. We did. I think the city would do really good at um, decorating. Yeah, but we went in November. Oh, so maybe they weren't all up. You were expecting, like, a Christmas extravaganza, <laughs> and it wasn't even December yet. Was it, though? I don't uh-huh. think so. Oh. No. No. Either way, there was no lights, except for one, like, a <laughs> one little lit-up area. <laughs> and then we visited during the day, and Sedona is such a pretty city, I think. If you haven't visited Sedona yet and you're in the area, we highly recommend it. Yep. Yeah, we love Sedona. We didn't actually get to visit Sedona and explore much this time. We wanted to do a couple of Jeep trails, but we ended up kind of running out of time. We'll be back. Yeah, yeah we're gonna. We definitely. have some trails there we want to redo for sure. Yep. Then we also got a lift. Yeah, we got the Jeep lifted at Summit Four by Four in Prescott. We ended up staying the night there. And in the morning when they opened, we gave them the keys, and then they worked on <laughs> it for the awkward. day. That was awkward. I mean, we we had have arranged it ahead of time. Yeah. She said, yeah, they people do it once in a while. They have, because they install tow bars on Jeeps and RVs and stuff like that. So they did all that. Mm-hmm. They did the we, lift. And it was funny, because where we were parked, they, like, walked past us, like, all yeah, day long. And they would of stare foot- at us Yeah. <laughs> There's so a ton awkward. of foot traffic between like the the I don't know what you call the showroom and then like the shop. Yeah, 
all day long, people walking back and forth. And we're just like in there. Kristen's working. <laughs> me and the kids are doing school. We're making lunch and eating dinner. And, and we were there all looking day. Looking at yep. the Jeeps rolling by, all the cool different Jeeps. Oh, yeah. There's a ton of off-road and there's like vehicles. A, there's like a club, like a group for the girl Jeepers. Yeah, there is. We ended up testing that out on a Jeep trail. Yep. It was like a really gnarly trail that normally would have freaked me out. MT did really good this time. Yeah. There would have been Impressed. a lot of rubbing with the stock Jeep. And we've been tipping a lot more. That's yep. This thing handles it a little bit better. But then they forgot to give us our wheel lock. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I had to drive back like 50 miles just to get the wheel lock key. And what was bad was we actually went on a Jeep trail before we got the wheel lock. Yeah. We didn't know we didn't have it. Yeah. Like halfway through that one Jeep trail, I'm like, I don't have my wheel lock key. If we get a flat, we're totally up a creek right now. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you told me and because I would have panicked. <laughs> I think I told you after. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best. We also ended up getting propane at Costco, which it, we find if you have a Costco card, that's a pretty good deal there. They yeah. normally have a good deal. Yep. They had like um, one of the cheapest prices in probably a 40 or 50 mile area. Are they cheaper than um, Tractor Supply? Yeah. Tractor Supply is usually a decent price but um costco is usually just like their gas and fuel and stuff usually one of the best prices around so yeah that's a good tip if you're in an area bigger city or town with a costco not all of them do propane but a lot of them do if you use the app you can find it It, it'll actually tell you right there then in phoenix we ordered a new bed yeah we did a trip into phoenix when we when we got to the bed place, Lexi and I took our shoes off by the door and <laughs> laid on all every single bed in that entire yeah. Yeah, thing. yeah and yes. it was like in the evening, and we were the only ones there. It was Brooklyn bedding where we went. So we ended up ordering an RV mattress for RVmattress.com. Yep, it's Brooklyn bedding, and I'm sure you've seen the ads or you know the different influencers getting it. We had one of those. Um, but the, to fit our size, like lengthwise, we had to go with a queen, and that's because the brand or the we wanted to go with the top of the line mattresses, and the top of the line in their RV mattress was um, whatever the brand is, a short queen. It was I can't remember the name of oh, that was it one. Aurora Lux. Yeah, an Aurora Lux. Well, they did not have it in king; they only had it in queen. So I was like, we can do it. We can test it out and try it. Yeah, we're like, it's only a foot narrower. Yeah. But Turns was... out that foot is critical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when you have dogs and stuff getting in your bed. So um, we ended up returning that and getting a king. One thing to note here is they actually have you donate it, which I think is amazing. So you can donate it to a different um, company like Goodwill or one of the different donation places, Salvation Army or something, or you can donate it to somebody in need, um, which yeah, is what like we actually ended up doing. Yeah, like a friend or a family member. Yeah, which is what we ended up doing. We donated it to somebody that was in our RV park at the time that needed a bed. So it worked out really good because hopefully he's getting a good night's sleep now. Oh, I'm sure he was. I saw the one that came out of there. <laughs> we ended up ordering a short king Oh yeah. for the RV. Mm-hmm. But it was a step down from the top model. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, they didn't offer it in like the Aurora Lux, which is a bummer because that was a really, really comfortable bed. 
And the one we have now is just, I don't know. It's okay. Yeah. I like it. Uh, Tony is complaining about it a little bit. So, I sleep like in the same spot every night, and I'm already feeling like I'm wearing it in. Yeah, which makes me a little nervous because it's very new. So <laughs> I hope that yeah. that's not an issue. But we got our king back. We have our all of our valuable real estate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we have room for the dogs again. Yeah. Normally when you order these beds, it's eight to ten business days to get it. We actually had to wait a little bit longer because we ordered it the week before Thanksgiving and the warehouse and the, uh, yeah, I guess the warehouse was closed for at least one day for Thanksgiving, possibly two days because we ended up getting the bed, and Yuma. I think about 14 or 15 days later mm-hmm. because we originally were going to pick it up from the warehouse on our way to Yuma, but because it was delayed a little bit, probably because of the holiday, we ended up just having them ship it to us, which they do offer free shipping yep. anytime you do it. And they ship it in a box, so it's super convenient. You don't have this huge mattress. So we ended up just getting it at Yuma, and that's kind of how we were able to donate it to one of the people here in the RV park because we removed the old one, mm-hmm. put it outside in its, like, plastic case, and then put the new one inside. And I was talking to a neighbor, and turns he out it. he yep. needed a bed. So we gave it to him. He wrote us a, a note, and we submitted that, and they Our, refunded us. Yeah, they refund us for the first bed. So, yeah, we're trying to decide what to do with this one, if we keep it or if we um, add, like, a pillow topper to it or something. We'll see. We'll see. We'll let we'll you know. I think, what, what do we have, like, a 100-day tryout? Yes. Yep. So, we'll, get, we'll go Our to about next 90. Option, <laughs> yeah. Our next option is a... Uh, custom-made Tempur-Pedic. So we'll go back to Tempur-Pedic. I'm just not that big of a fan of Tempur-Pedic, but we'll see. We'll see I love happens. Tempur-Pedic. I loved our old one in our house that we moved to the RV. I'm concerned about the weight. Yeah. Because we already got rid of the purple bed because it was so heavy. And while we were ordering the bed, we ended up going to a Mexican restaurant that was really, really good. Yeah, I think it's specific to the Phoenix area. But it's, there's multiple locations. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's called Manuel's. And uh, they let us have our dogs on the patio. Mm-hmm. Which it did say no dogs, but they let us. But, yeah, they weren't super busy. It was, it was like, I guess maybe a little chillier that night, so the patio was empty. And it was super hot where I was sitting because there was a giant electric heater yeah. above yeah. on the roof. But they had really good chips and salsa. Mm-hmm. We had tacos. I had tacos. They were so good. There was a hot sauce. It looked like salsa, but it was deadly. <laughs> Deadly. It was good. They had uh, all their food was super good, so recommend that. But yeah, if you're in the Phoenix area, look it up. Well, in Cottonwood, we also ran into some people that we had met before in Ocean Shores, right? Yeah, in Ocean Shores, Washington. It's crazy because, like, in this lifestyle, there's been so many different occasions where we've ran into people on the road that we've met before. That we met before in the other side of the country. You know, especially here in Yuma, we met a couple in Yuma or a family in Yuma. Saw them in Grand Tetons. And then again and then in Florida. again in Florida. And then we ran into this couple there. And it was right around Thanksgiving, they actually invited us to a Friendsgiving celebration. What, what's funny about that, though, is they invited us through Tony. And then Tony ended up leaving to go get, like, grocery shopping or something. Yeah. Never told me at all. 
So he like came over and like said it to me and I was like, oh, my husband just went to get food. I didn't even know he was, I didn't know Tony even knew about it. It was just a very awkward thing. And now I feel like a jerk. Later on that day, Tony told me that. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that's probably why he sounded like that. Yeah. So. Yeah. I had told him I was, was going to go run some errands and stuff. Like I was going to be busy most of the day. And then he came over and you're like, oh, yeah, he went to get food, at, which made it sound like he I went to like, get food, like, like I ran to McDonald's yeah. or something. Like, <laughs> But really, he was going to get groceries. <laughs> we also ended up eating at Bing's Burgers or something like that. What is it called? It's called Bing's Burger Station. It's okay. in like downtown Cottonwood. Yeah, we went there twice. We went there this year and then we also went there in 2020. Great place. They have good burgers, mm-hmm. good French fries. Yeah, and it's like an old converted like gas station or you know, whatever, from way back in the day. But they had great food. Both times we went there, they had really good food. Mm-hmm. So that's a, a recommended restaurant. Also, while we were in Cottonwood, I had the pleasure <laughs> of rebuilding our vacuum flush toilet system, <laughs> which, just by some coincidence, was almost exactly two years after I did it the first time. And we ordered the same part. Same parts from the same company, Aquastar Distributors in, on the East Coast. And had it delivered to the same campground. Same campground. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, like, I think our address was on file. Yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> You're still at uh, Thousand Trails in Verde Valley? I'm like, As a matter of fact, I am. <laughs> but that's a great company to work with, and they have um, Jay, who runs it. I'm, I'm assuming he's the owner because I've talked to him every single time I called there. Um, they have YouTube videos out. If you ever have problems with your vacuum flush system, they have so many videos on YouTube about it, like rebuilding it, maintenance, all that stuff. He's been nothing but super helpful yeah. when it comes to I had questions for him. I apparently put it back together wrong. <laughs> and I'm like, I And Tony, called. he just told Tony to send him a video. And yeah, he, he's like, yeah. text me. And I sent him a video and pictures. He's like, oh, he told me exactly what was what was going on. I had the little uh clamp on wrong and it was perfect i changed it around and it was great he also recommended that we change out the seal inside the toilet because we had been getting an aftermarket one yep and so we ended up buying this one from him which we should have got a couple extras well you don't shouldn't really have to they should last at least a couple years but the aftermarket ones are obviously cheaper in price but they don't have a coating special coating like the um dometic ones that you buy the factory ones they actually have a Teflon coating, which helps. Oh yeah, this longevity. is. I mean, I can tell already. This is a way better one yeah, than yeah. the others that we've gotten. So yeah, check them out if you have any vacuum flush issues. And if you're in Cottonwood area, and they actually have some other dealers or whatever in other spots too, but they definitely have one in Cottonwood. We ended up getting our septic cleaned out. It's by a company named Clean K L E E N Tank Services. It's kind of like a franchise. And in Arizona, there's actually only one um, person who does it for the whole state. And that's Brian. And he runs his own thing, part of Clean Tank Services. And he was, uh, he was super cool. You. Yeah, he's, he's like, you should probably buy some equipment and start your own if you're <laughs> traveling around. I don't think it would be that bad. But I just don't want to lug all this stuff around. You got pumps and hoses. and. For, then you could do ours all the time. Yeah, and be spotless in there. <laughs> He spent about, I would say, about four hours between the two tanks, and um, he encouraged me to watch. He said some customers don't like to see it; don't they don't want any part of it. <laughs> I wanted to anyway, so I was hoping that I could. And he's like, "Oh yeah, we 
totally encourage you to watch and see the process. Most people think it's disgusting. Oh, yeah. It, <laughs> it pretty much is, but. It is. Um, <laughs> it's pretty satisfying seeing the progress. Yeah. You know, yeah, when I he saw first a few started. things come out. I was like, ooh. I did take a little bit of video and some pictures and stuff. I don't know if we can share that or whatever, but it was. I mean, it was. He asked me at the end of each tank, like the black tank he did first. At the end of it, he's like, you know, he's cleaning it and flushing it. And he asked me, he's like, just tell me when you are happy with how clean it is. And I was clean. <laughs> I was happy like an hour ago. Yeah. After as soon as a- I went in and saw my uh, empty or my black tank meter thing said empty. Yeah. We're good. <laughs> yeah. Within the first 15 minutes, he had my um, my gauge reading again. Mm-hmm. Is it working still? Yeah. It hadn't it awesome. hadn't worked in probably four years. It just said full 100% of probably the time. Probably because it was like full, like crusted in there. Oh, I'm sure it was oh, gross yeah. in there. So if you're looking for uh, to have your black and gray tank cleaned to perfection, check them out. It's a clean tank of northern Arizona. It's Brian and Wendy Ellison. They're in Camp Verde, I think, year-round. They're full-time RVers, but I think they're stationary. He said he services people in the Verde Valley, Thousand Trails, all the time. It was a really cool outfit. Uh, Like I said, it was about four hours worth of work. I'm completely 100% satisfied because he got my black tank sensor working again. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and at the end, he gave me a big bottle of, like, um... Um, oh yeah, have you been using that tank solution? Yeah, I did. I just did. I just did. I don't usually don't use it if we're just going to be sitting there for a couple weeks because what it's made to do is like um, you know swish around and coat the tank, mm-hmm. and he gives you the recipe to make it yourself. Um, they do offer other stuff like freshwater disinfecting, but he said he doesn't do many of those. You can do it yourself pretty easy. So, mm-hmm. but they're all over the country, like for coast to coast. I think there is at least a dozen people who do it, and they travel around to do it. We left Cottonwood, and we drove to Yuma. And that drive is scary. Like, if you break down, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's I mean, not that bad. We could live in our RV, I guess, so we're okay. But <laughs> yeah, if you're in a car, you're dead. <laughs> between Phoenix and Yuma, yeah, there's really nothing. There's, like, uh, pay phones <laughs> on the side of the road. <laughs> Come here for help or something. We got into Yuma, what, the... Last week of November, and we were here for a few days. And then my mom actually flew in from Michigan, and she got an Airbnb. She hung out in Yuma for a week. Yeah, she was, what, two minutes from our house? Yeah. It was so cool. The kids got to stay over there. Actually, like, every night we didn't come back to the house. Yeah, you guys (laughs) stayed over there every night, which was cool because she had a house. You know, when she visited us in Florida, she had a hotel, which... It was great that she could come and hang out and stuff. It's just not, it's not as cool. You know, you guys had a full kitchen. You guys had multiple bedrooms, a big living room. One kitchen, big kitchen. Yeah. Dining room, uh, living room, two bathrooms, and two bedrooms. Yeah. And, and it's then fully a big furnished. closet. So. Yeah. They had a big toy yeah. closet. Um, There, we made cookies. How many do you think? Eight. Dozen, because we made it two different nights, and we made about four dozen each time. And you guys so. had like all the f- icing yeah, and or frosting. frosting. We crunched up some candy cane and sprinkled that on. Oh there. yeah. And the cookies, and there was like circles, stars, snowman. There, yeah, oh, sugar yeah. cookies. And then we made we one of them was a stocking, and we, since Grandpa was in the hospital, we put Grandpa on it. Yeah, sent him a picture, mm-hmm. then ate it in front of him. <laughs> He probably wasn't happy about that. 
Yep. So you guys decorate, made cookies, decorated them. We went over there for dinner. What a couple, one time we made a big dinner, stir fry dinner over there. Came over here. We had a big dinner here. We had a big roast dinner. Mm-hmm. We yeah. also did a really cool Jeep trail. Yep. Mm-hmm. With Grandma Kenda. Yeah, with Grandma Kenda, yep. Yes, and so we, we meant to we yeah. went to a couple mines and we had some Jeep tacos, a fire. Yeah. We took the the camp stove out, took the fire pit out. We went to Fortuna Mine, right? Yep, Fortuna Mine. And then we went inside a valley that looks like they filmed Trump, one of the Tremors movies in it. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much all of Arizona, I think. <laughs> it was really cool, though. We had this little, we stopped, we watched the sunset. We Which was epic, by the way. That sunset that day turned out to be really good. Probably one of the best so far. Yep. And we ended up having Jeep tacos. We made those. It was good. It was a good night. Yep. Super fun. Another thing we were able to do when Grandma Kenda was here is. Tony and I got to go Christmas shopping. Yep. Which it's is the first time we've done that ever. Yeah, without kids? Yes. Because it's usually so, just me or you just, just you. Yep. We've never been able to take, go the two of us. We did a, we had a swim day. Mm-hmm. We hung out at the pool during the day in the hot tub. And Grandma Kinda came over. We yep. all swam together. Yeah, it was fun. We also, why we've been in Yuma after Grandma left, of course, but um, we've been boondocking at Barry Goldwater. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the second time we've done that. Yeah, this, this the first time was in 2020. Yep. Yeah, and we did it this time. And um, one of the days, Dad found a black widow. But yeah, they- I, took, I took the cover off my grill, and right there on the lid was a big old fat black but widow. They, they love that grill. Yeah, they like to hang out up there. And Maybe because was- there's like grease and stuff or something. I don't know. No, I think they love tarps and that type of thing. Like and. It was stuck on its web, so it was, like, pulling it out. It was super cool. Yeah, we got to just watch it for a few minutes. Unfortunately for the Black Widow, that's not one that we save. Yeah. Yeah. And then Lexi and I went out to watch a sunset, which was a great sunset. That was a really beautiful. So Mom went to shake the chair off, and she looked around for, like, spiders, and in the corner of their eye... There was a tarantula. Yeah. And Mo was like, ah! I was and in the house. And she grabbed Lexi. Yes. And, <laughs> and she was going towards it. And I was like, Mom, go this way. <laughs> and it was going underneath the RV. And I, I was just playing with dinosaurs in here watching the show. Mom and Lexi were out there. And all of a sudden, I hear screaming. I was in the Dad! back room. Get Dad. Kylie, help. Dad. And the, the first and then, thing I thought of was there's like a rattlesnake out there. And yeah. I'm like, oh, great. Yeah. But then I walk over and I didn't see anything. I, at first I thought it was a snake. Because mom was like holding Lexi, backing away as far as she could go. Like she's squeezing Lexi practically. And I look over, there's a giant tarantula. Yeah. It's the size of a Coke can. And it then was so big. Dad comes running out like, what, what? Like, totally calm. And then he looks out, and he's like, <laughs> oh, my. It was so big. And it hairy and gross. Like, yeah. and, and I think he might have said a bad word. <laughs> Probably. Let's just cut that part out. <laughs> so that one, um, once we figured, once I figured out what was going on, I did go out and uh, kind of captured it. Actually, I just picked it up with, like, a spatula from my grill. <laughs> 
everybody makes fun of me because they I think that I'm like that. severely arachnophobic, which I don't like spiders. But I'm like None the go-to guy if there's a spider in the house. I'm for some reason because you're the, the guy hero. Who to get it. Yeah, it wasn't really that scary to me. It was a little creepy, but um, I don't know. Maybe because it was big and it was slow. I thought I'd never see one unless we were like in Texas or something. I mean, I don't know why it's big made it less scary. I don't because I I, I I feel like I know picked me up and carried me. <laughs> I feel like that I, I know that um, tarantulas aren't really high on like the like threat level. I mean, like it's, a black widow mouth looks like it a could, black widow can make you super sick if yeah, you but, get bit by it, or, that a, tarantula or a brown recluse could, or something like that. Could literally put its whole mouth around your finger. Yeah, That's but they don't. That's that. the thing; they're not. But aggressive. they can. <laughs> they can. I picked him up and I carried him. Out into the desert. Far and away. Mom and us wouldn't go outside again, but we wanted to go see Christmas lights, so we had to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a whole other ordeal. Once after the tarantula incident, and then the <laughs> Black Widow before that, which wasn't really that big of a deal. Apparently, the tarantula, the the friendlier of the spiders, made the biggest impact. We were supposed to go look at lights, and we had to get in the Jeep, and I was scared to get in the Jeep. <laughs> and yeah. we're like... Okay, how far did you take the tarantula out? Because they can walk. They do have eight legs, you know. <laughs> but it was funny because we got in the Jeep and Lexi's crying. <laughs> and then I come out there and Tony's like, you know, thinking I'm going to be an adult in the situation and get in the Jeep. And nope, I'm down there with my flashlight looking all over. The last thing I want is some spider crawling up my leg. But that wasn't quite the adventure. Mm-hmm. And then after that. That was like, our first tarantula. Nobody, no. Nobody wanted to hang out outside or do anything. <laughs> yeah, um, I was like, you might as well just put that chair away. I won't be sitting there tonight. Yeah. <laughs> we did end up going and looking at Christmas lights. Uh, all, Yuma does Christmas well. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh the my. foothills area. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You need to go down 55th Street. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They had lights everywhere. Yeah, there was like they an had arch, like, yeah. poles. They had like these build out things. Like this one had a fireplace in it and a tree and a Santa. There was a Santa. A toy train that went around the uh, tree. Yeah. We highly recommend if you're in the Yuma area around Christmas, you need to go to 55th Street. Yeah. That whole neighborhood, like there was, we drove around for probably 45 minutes just looking at Christmas lights and stuff. Mm -hmm. And we actually do the scavenger hunt, which we've told you about a couple times on a couple holiday posts, but we do a scavenger hunt on Christmas Eve. Uh, where we drive around and try to see different things like Santa, blow up tree, things just random um, blow Christmas things. Ornament. We found We're a couple um, unicorn scavenger hunt items on this drive that we did. Yeah, so we'll be going back in that neighborhood oh, yeah. <laughs> to get everything. I'm pretty sure we'll cross off our entire list on 55th Street. Probably, yeah. 50, the whole street. The whole, I think 55th Street is about a half a mile long or more. And almost everybody participates in that. They actually have like a little setup where it's uh what twas the night before Christmas. Yeah, they have every it all house set up. Every has other a house different film. part of the story. Yeah, but it's so cool. Yeah. Yuma does it good. And then they Absolutely. have um the foothills parade of lights, mm-hmm. where you can enter. Do you have to like sign anything, or you, you have to sign enter? up? But it's oh. free. Yeah, you should. They ask you to um donate to the like like a food drive donation. They do it three nights in a row, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. There's different routes each night, 
And they all go through, like, neighborhoods. One of them goes through this campground. Yeah, Saturday night they went through our campground. We weren't here yet. Yep. But um, Friday night we went and sat on the side of the road with everybody else and watched them drive by. Mm -hmm. They said um, that night there was over 100 participants, 100 vehicles. And then tonight we actually drove over to a different spot because they actually change routes uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So they have a different route every day. And then we just, they drove by again, this area. So we just drove right down the street. And we did some droning. So we may, if we get that done in time, yeah, put that in the post. Yesterday, we also went and drove to, what is that called? Yuma Nightmares or something? Oh, yeah. That was... Um, it was a haunted house, but they had like creepy Halloween stuff, but for Christmas. So it's normally a haunted house, drive through, light up situation. You can also uh, walk through it. But now they have it set up for Christmas. Scared they, they had actors, and they were kind of mixed in to some of the inflatables and just like the little what statue yeah. kind of things they had. They were scary. I didn't like them. Yeah, and it, well, it's it's that's what it's there for. But um, <laughs> they had multiple figurines of like um, Jack from the Nightmare Before Christmas, and they had them in different like scenarios. But one of them. It was real. It was real. It was a real dude dressed up like Jack. And he was just like, as you drive through, he's motionless. <laughs> and as you drive by, they move a little but bit. But I knew he was real because I saw him, like, kind of shaking. Uh, yeah. No one can stand I rolled up still. Kylie's window and I said, don't you come near me. <laughs> <laughs> what was the other one? What was, what was that guy? Oh, uh, he was like a plague doctor. And he had a string front hanging from one eye, and it was an eyeball on the end. Yeah. Like a fake yeah, eyeball. Yeah, he was scary. I saw werewolves. I saw um, the giant nutcracker. Yeah, there's nutcrackers. There's a Santa mm-hmm. riding his sleigh. But it was fun, and it was totally different than something we would normally do. There was a lot of Christmas stuff, like Kylie said. There's Olaf in there, and there's a lot of Christmas stuff mixed in. And I think it's a cool way for the com- for the business to stay kind of in business when they're not doing haunted houses. And it was free. Yeah, and they gave us candy canes. They just oh, asked, yeah. Yep. They asked for a donation at the end, which is totally optional. They just have a box out. If you want to donate, donate. But it was awesome. Yeah, it was super nice. We took the lids off the Jeep so we could see out. The dogs were not a fan of yeah. the live actors. <laughs> And oh, they, so only have li- they only have live actors um, Friday and Saturday, so you yep. could go one of the other days, which we should have, actually. I was thinking the live actors were a little bit different than what they ended up being. Um, but And if we would have went without live actors, I think that would have been fine Yeah, as well. Yeah, the whole thing, I mean, would it take us about 10, 12 minutes to drive through the whole thing? Because you're going super slow, and there was a line. We got there right when it opened, and um, just, you know, you just kind of creep through there and check out all the stuff and they have music playing in different sections and they have sound effects. And like I said, it's like in a Halloween and the Christmas all kind of like mashed together. Yeah. There was one like a my- nutcracker with blood hands. over it. Yeah. Um, one of my th- favorite things was the skeleton snakes all over. Yeah. yeah I kind of kept saying that there's Look like there's the one. vampire cases where mm. they like come out caskets caskets. Yeah. No, that's cool. I think if, when we come back to this area during the holidays, we'll try probably do it again. Yeah. Yeah, like maybe Halloween. I wonder what they have for Thanksgiving. <laughs> and speaking of the Parade of Lights, I think next year we're going to enter. 
With the RV. With the RV. We're going to do the I RV. I want to do it with the... One night, we should do it with the Jeep, and then the next night, we should do it with the RV. We could. Because I want to take all of the lids off of the our, off of the Jeep, and then we can, like, put a Christmas tree in the back and get an inflatable and lots of lights. <laughs> yeah, we can do that. You could dress up as Santa. <laughs> <laughs> I had to work on my ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. All right, well, stay tuned for next week. We are going to have our 2022 update. So we're going to go over all the stats from 2022, how much money we spent on certain things. We're going to go over all our campgrounds and national parks. It's going to be an (laughs) action-packed. See how many free nights we got? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, I think that's good for this week. So... We will talk to you later. This one's coming out before Christmas. Mm. We'd like to wish you a Merry Christmas. A Merry Christmas. And a Happy Happy New Year. Year. Nice. Filthy animal. (laughs) 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 All right. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 (laughs) That sounds like about a (laughs) 70-year-old man who runs this outfit. <laughs> I forgot the rest. <laughs> what was that? I'm just at a stroke. <laughs> Were you riding a car? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just stopped the podcast. <laughs> 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 Okay, stop. (laughs) Hold on. I I think what a tarantula can do if it's like needs the cleanest foot, I think it just can open its mouth, put its foot in there, and accidentally bite down and eat its whole foot. (laughs) I don't think it would do that. You can't hear it because you don't have your ear head, headphones on. Ear head. <laughs> Wait, what is that eating? Butterfinger. 57. <laughs> this we were giving you an update on what we've been up to. What do you It says, this we. Good one, Mom. This we. We're giving you an update. <laughs> One of these episodes, we're going to have Bruce Buffer come on and give us an intro. Who's that? I wonder if he does um cameo. We'd have him read it. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> let's get ready to podcast. <laughs> <laughs>